My first scripture reading comes from John chapter 8, verses 30 through 40. As he spoke these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And they answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, you shall be made free? And Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me, because my word hath no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father, and you do that which you have seen with your father. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said unto them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. The word of God for the children of God and all of God's children said, Amen. The scripture, I love it, why Jesus goes to these religious people, these Pharisees, these ones that's been in the temples their whole lives thinking they're doing right, thinking they're serving God. But Jesus had to come in there and set them straight, and, and I love what he said to him: You are of your daddy. You do the works of your father, and I do the works of my father. And see, they wasn't catching on what he was call, saying to them. So, but if you read along further in this uh, chapter here, I'm going to go there real quick. And here's what Jesus said to him. You are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and bowed not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. We speak, when you, he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And he said, because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. See, that's what Jesus was trying to point out to these Pharisees. Here is Jesus, God in the flesh, talking to the people that was supposed to be serving God in the temple. And they didn't see it. They said, we're Abraham's children. Abraham's our father. And then Jesus goes into this story about the sin thing. If Abraham was born in sin. Abraham was a sinner. But he believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. Jesus is God in the flesh. And I'm going to prove that to you in, this, in the Word today. Who Jesus is. So if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. That means you don't have to live your life in bondage worrying about messing up all the time. Because Jesus has set you free and He has sealed you with His Holy Spirit. He has put that in your heart where you know what to do and what not to do. Because God lives in you now through the sacrifice what Jesus has done. So we don't have to live our lives in fear now like a lot of people do. And religious people do. They try to do all these outward works. Okay, well, I got all these little rules and regulations. I got to walk exactly the way they say or I'm not accepted with God. God will reject me. And that's not how it works. That's how it was in the Old Covenant. We're in the New Covenant now where Jesus came and set us free from the bondage of sin and the works of the law. We're not under the curse of the law no more. And that's what falling from grace is all about. And people think, well, when you fall from grace, you quit believing. No, falling from grace is you're trying to work your way to God. You're trying to be good enough to be accepted by God. That's falling from grace. 
That's saying, well, I'm going to walk these Ten Commandments perfectly. Well, good luck with that because you're not going to be able to. So you fall from grace. That's what's falling from grace is. You've got to stay connected to Jesus. He's that lifeline that God has thrown to every one of us. That if we grab a hold and grab a hold and ask Him in our heart, you are saved, you are signed, sealed, and delivered. You don't have to live the rest of your life worrying about going to hell. Because Jesus already paid all the price for all sin. For everybody. But you've got to put your faith in Jesus Christ. You've got to believe. And that's where a lot of people don't understand. And a lot of people, uh, including me, get saved and then you want to you think you've got to please God by, okay, I've got to walk this walk perfect. I can't mess up. And if I mess up, I'm not accepted with God no more. And that's not how it is. We're going to fall. The scripture says a righteous man falls seven times and the Lord will lift him up. Seven times in one day. How many times did Jesus tell Peter forgive his enemies? He said, should I forgive him seven times? And Jesus said, no, I tell you seven times 70 in the same day. That's the mercy God has for each one of us. This grace and mercy. That when we mess up, God ain't mad. He wants to help us. He feels your hurt. He feels your pain. He knows what you're going through. And He's there cuddling you and loving you all the way. He's not beating you down. That's what religion teaches. You'll get beat down. No, Jesus is not like that. He come to set the captives free so we don't have to live our life in bondage and fear of messing up. I'm going to go to Galatians chapter 3. Well, I thought I was. Here we go. And I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to start in uh, chapter 2, verse 16. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ, and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no man be justified. Now right there, that just summed it all up. Jesus did it. Jesus paid everything for us. And then he gives us his Holy Spirit. So we walk in our faith in Jesus Christ. Knowing that if you mess up, get up and keep going. It's not over. And you're not working your way to heaven. God has already paid that price for you. The first man of Adam was in the flesh. And Adam... Okay, let me go here... The, uh, Corinthians verse 47 chapter 15 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 47 the first man is of the earth earthly the second man is the Lord from heaven see I'm not making this stuff up so in Adam we all sin and fall short of the glory but in Jesus we're all made righteous and that's the good news of the gospel that's what the gospel means good news so that's why we come to church every Sunday. To get that good news preached to us that we'll know that God's not mad at you. God loves you right where you're at. He loves you so much He'll never leave you or forsake you. These are the promises that we get from Jesus. So when you fall down and you feel bad, guilt comes on you, don't stay there. Don't let that beat you down where you stay in that self-pity mode. And you know, I'm speaking from my own experience. And that's why you've got to get into the Word. 
Because Jesus said, know the truth and the truth will set you free. And this is the truth. You get in God's Word and you let God's Word get into you. Jesus in you. Christ in you. You in Christ. It's a combination team there. And that's what's awesome about being a Christian. Not that we're better than anybody because we're not. There's none good. No, none is righteous. We all fall short of the glory of God. But praise God for the Lord Himself came down and saved us. That's what being saved is all about. Jesus did it. And so now we have that nature through the Holy Spirit. The nature of God is in us now. And that's why Jesus said, love one another as I have loved you. Love God, love one another. That's what it boils down to. And I've been talking about this and I'm going to keep talking about it because that's what Jesus talked about. This is what overcomes the evil in the world. Love and mercy and kindness, gentleness, meekness, long-suffering. These are fruits of the Holy Spirit that we have. And sometimes we don't feel like we have them, but you do. And we believe in Jesus Christ. He is our perfect example. And so when you want to know how to treat people, how did Jesus treat people? He went to everybody. He healed them all. He loved them all. He didn't say, hey, do you go to my church? Did I see you in synagogue last Saturday? Because see, that's the Sabbath day. No, Jesus went to the multitudes. To the people that didn't have nothing to do with church because they were so sick of religion. So sick of the Pharisees and the Sadducees putting them down, telling them how worthless they are every time they came into the temple. Get out of the way. Here comes the Pharisees. And everybody get out of the way and kind of bow down to Him because they thought they were better than everybody else. And it made Jesus sick. God Himself came in there and He was tearing into Him and He was telling them, your daddy's the devil and you're doing the works of your daddy. And you know what they said? Kill Him. That's what they said. Jesus called them out and they wanted to kill Him because they couldn't handle the truth. See, that's what's awesome about following Jesus. We're not following some religious Hail Mary stuff. I mean, why would we want to pray to dead saints when we have the living Savior to pray to? Jesus is our mediator between God and man. That's Jesus, the man, Christ. This is the Gospel truth. We are all brothers and sisters in Christ if you believe in Jesus. That's all it is. It boils down to that. Jesus is our righteousness. And in the book of Isaiah, it talks about it. The Lord, our righteousness. And a lot of people don't understand what that means. God, Jesus is the one that makes us right with the Father. You believe, you receive. Abraham believed God. And God counted to him as righteousness. So it's all in up here. What do you believe? And then there's a lot of people say, well, I really can't trust or believe the Word of God. Well, they don't know the Word of God. They've never read it. They're going by what someone else told them. And that's why me, myself, I am going to preach straight out of the Bible. That way you'll know that I'm telling you the truth of God's Word and I'm not trying to persuade you into some deceitful lie. It's bringing hope and joy and peace to your life through the power of God's Holy Spirit. Now I want to go back to Galatians again. And see, they're having the same problem, the Galatians, the, the Galatian church. 
And, and the Apostle Paul, he's like, O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ had been evident, evidently set forth, crucified among you? This only what I learn of you, receive you the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? There's a good question. Do you get the Holy Spirit by your perfect works of the law or believing in Jesus Christ? Let's read on. Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, are you now made perfect by your flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if it be yet in vain? He therefore that ministered to you the Spirit and worketh miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? You see, there's another question. Are we ministers by that we're, God chose us because we walk the walk perfectly by the law? Or is it because our belief in Jesus Christ? You believe in Jesus, you get the Holy Spirit. Not by the, your works of the law. This is good news. This is really, really good news if you grab a hold of it. He therefore that ministered to the Spirit and worketh... Okay, I've already read that. Even as, verse 6, even as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. Righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In these shall all nations be blessed. So then, they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many as are, for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident, for the just shall live by faith. And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Okay, I'm going to read one more verse and I'll talk a little more that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Through faith in Jesus Christ. I love this book, Galatians. Because see, sometimes we get so wrapped up in trying to be good enough in the works, but it's our faith in Jesus that signs and seals us. And then the works just come naturally. Jesus will teach you how to love. He will teach you how to walk the walk. And He won't give up on you ever. That's the good news. So today when you leave and you go out into the world, remember God loves you just as you are. You're a dear child to the Most High God. And He proved that when He came and became flesh and went to the cross and poured it all out for each one of us. And for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Anybody and everybody. God don't want none to perish. But He wants us to show this love, each of us, through the way we treat each other, the way we love each other, the way we pick up the broken. Because we're all broken. And I, I, think, I think until you realize that you are broken, you can't really understand this, get a full grasp on it, that I'm broken and I need a Savior. And His name's Jesus the Son of the living God, God in the flesh, the Lord Himself came to this earth that we might live with Him for eternity in His kingdom. Let's pray. Holy Father, 
Thank you for your faithfulness to us, Lord. Thank you for this love that you have shown us, Jesus. Lord, fill us with your Holy Spirit and teach us how to love each other, how to walk the walk, how to pull the broken up out of the pits that sometimes we dig for ourselves, Lord. Help us to have that compassion, Lord Jesus, like you did on everybody. You loved us all. You had compassion on them all and you healed them all. Help us to be like you, Lord. In Jesus' holy name, amen.